Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. All right, I'm with Eduardo Encina on our way back from Tottenham Hotspur Stadium where the Bucks have just lost really what was maybe their worst game of the yeah, season. I would say so, yeah. Certainly Jameis Winston, who had five, got him five interceptions. Never did that in his career in the NFL. Plus, he lost a fumble. All told, six turnovers by the Bucks. Eduardo, I, I don't know what to start except to say that, you know, given where they're at in the season, this was a critical game for them. And to see them come out here and really lay the proverbial egg and then have to fly eight hours home, it's about the worst-case scenario that they could have had. Yeah, you know, so you have these games in London, and you know, there's, there's no way that you can treat them as, as regular games. You know, there's too much travel. There's a lot of distractions. You know, there's a lot of stuff you got to deal with. But to, to predict that the the Bucks would have played this poorly as they did, you know, I, I think you'd be hard bent on that one. But you know, this one's a tough one to wrap your head around because I think we talked about this this time last week. Was you know this this is a part of the season that kind of separates teams, and you know, three and three is a lot different than than two and four at this point. And uh, but I think more importantly, and I think you kind of wrote about this in, in your story today, is that you know Bruce Arians, the guy who came here, the quarterback whisperer to fix Jameis Winston, uh, you know he's now kind of seeing it's getting real, lack of a better term. Yeah. You know, I mean he saw uh, Jameis Winston struggle in week one, but weeks two through four he saw you know a guy who was really starting, we thought, was starting to play his best football. Mm-hmm. And then combine, uh, you know, the New Orleans game last week with really kind of bottoming out essentially this week with such a horrible game. And, you know, this is, I think we called it, is like this is a Jameis Winston experiment. Yeah. And it's for the first time that Bruce is really kind of experiencing it, mm-hmm. both sides of it. You know, he was, you know, two weeks ago we were talking about how much Jameis Winston was trending upward, and now – we're talking about the exact opposite. It's like, where do we go from here? Right. And, uh, you know, that that's really kind of the big question going into the bye week. And I was asking a lot of guys, you know, after a loss like this, what do you, what would you prefer? Do, would you prefer to, you know, get, Play back, right away. get back out there and get this out of your, you know, taste out of your mouth? Mm-hmm. And a lot of them would, would, would actually prefer that. But at the same time, obviously, there's a reason for a bye week. You know, you want to get back and, uh, you know, the rest is important. And that's why they come this time of the year. But, um, but yeah, it, Lack, needless to say, this one was a uh, tough, tough pill to swallow in a lot of ways. You could almost see this coming, though, because the Bucks were going to be without really the right side of their offensive yeah. line. DeMar Dotson is out with a hamstring and a calf injury. You know, you had uh, Alex Kappel with a broken arm. So you insert, you know, a couple of new guys um, into the lineup. And I, and I think early on that was a problem. I mean, you know, that combined with the fact that Carolina entering the game they were second in the NFL in sacks, and they were a hot team rushing the passer as well. Right. So, I mean, they, they obviously got off. Wasn't it ironic, though, that the guy to get the first one 
was Gerald McCoy, who had not had a sack this season. He winds up with two and a half. Um, and then, you know, we're going to go back and pick apart, you know, the Winston interceptions. And you're right. I did say to Arians, is this like your first taste of the Jameis Winston experience? You go from a three-game um, stretch where he had the best three-game performance of his career to sort of a, a mad game followed by this disaster. And he said, well, yes and no. You know, he says he's preparing hard. He's doing all those things. Um, but the one thing he can't do is obviously turn it over. And until today, this season, he had not lost fumbles. But today, obviously, he lost two in two plays. And I think that was the biggest sequence because they're down 21-7. to They're going to go in and score at that point. It's going to be a, a, you know, a close game, at least a one-score game. And then he gives up the fumble. Um, and then, you know, they really never get back in the game after that. And, you know, we, we talk about the, the offensive line, and obviously that was a, a key facet to this is, you know, but, you know, it, it really seemed like James was really jumpy in the pocket. He was. And, you know, I think there were a lot of times where, like, he was a little over-anxious stepping up in the pocket and there wasn't anything there. Mm-hmm. Basically, you know, pushed himself into the rush almost. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there were just a couple times where he just, he just didn't look right. Now, obviously, there were, there were a couple places – Receivers didn't help him. No. You know, O.J. Howard dropped the ball, had a ball go off his hands. Uh, well, Mike you know, Evans Mike said Evans he missed, played missed like a, crap, yeah. Missed a ball that he bobbled that he had beaten, you mm-hmm. know, his, his defender. Um, that would have been a big, like, 50-yard gain probably. Right. Um, so, but but still, it all kind of comes back to Jameis, you know. And, and you know what? Jameis knows that. You know, I mean, he, he was in the press conference and he was talking and he said, you know, you I think you asked him about what, what Mike Evans had said. And he was right. like, no, that's – that's not that's not Mike. You know, they're that's, they're it, my interceptions. Those yeah. are my interceptions. You know, this is this is on me. So he definitely took the brunt of it. We've seen him do that before. You know, we've uh, you know, it, I think what is it, James? I think he actually said he's like, oh, I've, I've had a lot of these bad games. Yeah, they asked him. They asked him. It was his worst one. He, he said had, no. It was actually real, real about it. it was, this yeah. is about getting real. Yeah. This game, Rick. Yeah, so, it was. Uh, you know, realness, realness never sleeps, and we didn't yeah. sleep on the flight over here. And I don't know how many bucks are going to be sleeping on the flight back, Ugh. but um, you know, this is a long one. You you got that eight-hour flight to to think about, and uh, you know, then all of a sudden it's Monday morning, and the you know sun's coming up. So it'll be really interesting to kind of see how they rebound from this. Uh, I think that probably the bye week is, is a good thing for them you know well it certainly is and it is from this standpoint is that they might get demar dotson back at right tackle in a couple of weeks you know 14 days they don't play a game um i think kappa's probably gonna be a little longer than that with the broken arm um but you're right i mean they're they're kind of at a crossroads what's interesting is to look at the carolina panthers you know week two the bucks beat this team with cam newton now, he has not played since he's got the liz frank injury and on comes kyle allen right all this quarterback has done is gone 4-0 now to the point where Ron Rivera won't address what happens when, <laughs> when Cam back. Newton is healthy. So, um, but if you think about these, you know, this game and how, how quickly the NFL can change, you know, here's Jameis Winston. You know, you've got Drew Brees is hurt. He's on the mend. All right, they haven't slowed down with Teddy Bridgewater. Cam Newton was hurt. You thought maybe that was an opportunity. Kyle Allen goes 4-0 after an 0-2 start with Cam. And here's Winston, who in his fifth year should be making some strides on these other guys. And instead, he's losing ground and losing games now back-to-back to what essentially were guys that weren't counting on as starters when the year began. Yeah, I mean, when the Bucks were sitting at 2-2 two and two after that, that win in L.A., we were saying, man, this division is kind of on a platter for him a little bit. Absolutely. You know, you know we didn't believe in Teddy Bridgewater. We're like, who's this Kyle Allen guy? Right. You know, and, and the thing, too, is like what what we saw, in, and, you know, Bridgewater was a little different against the Bucks last week, mm-hmm. but – 
I, I thought Allen was this, and I think this is what he's been in all four of those starts, is that, like, you manage the game, and you let your playmakers make plays, you put it in their hands, mm-hmm. and you make sure that you don't make the mistakes that cost your team a game. Right. And that's what the Bucks have done, and that's what Jameis Winston's done, is he's made those mistakes that have cost, uh, that have cost them the game. And, you know, I mean, it was interesting. We, we heard a couple guys on defense talk about it, and, you know, it's, it's a question that's, that's really fair to ask. And, you know, sometimes you just expect kind of a, uh, you know, a, a blase answer about it because you know, want to protect teammates. But mm-hmm. there are a couple guys in there who's like, hey, you know, we had some short you – know, we asked them about the short fields that they are playing on uh, defensively. Mm-hmm. And, and they're like, well, you know, I think we did best with what we had. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, there were four – I think four or five possessions there where, you know, the, the Panthers got the ball, you know. Plus 40. And, yeah, yeah. At, at plus 40. And, and so you're dealing with a short field. And, you know, this defense, like, let's face it, they're just not good enough at this point to, to survive that. You know no. what I mean? Like, like and, and they, 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 they had made a couple of actual stops there, you know, when – you know, you first play of the, the game is an interception. interception. They hold them to the field goal. The field goal you yeah. know, and then, you know, they allow a, a 99-yard drive on well, the next one. And that's what, that's what I was going to say. Like, for as much as that's true that they had short fields and, and Jameis put them in bad positions or the offense did, how do you how do you account for the fact that you got them pinned at the one-yard line? And, and it's demoralizing when a team will go 99 yards to score on you. Um, you can't get off the field on third down. You have some penalties. Some certain things happen. So I don't know where this defense is at. Yeah. But I do know that when I look up at the scoreboard, you know, they're giving up so many points that you got to score 40 to win. Right. And, and no matter what happens, interceptions or anything else, now today might be the exception, you can't expect your offense to go out there and hang 40 on a team every, every week. Even the game against the Rams, you know, which they created, you know, all kinds of turnovers and points off turnovers, 28 points off turnovers they still gave up 40 <laughs> so yeah. there's something missing and I think it I, I believe it's it's the combination of rush and coverage but the coverage Eduardo has not been good yeah no it hasn't it'll be interesting to see how you know when they come back out in a couple weeks and mm-hmm. you know when personnel wise I think it's going to be interesting to see you I know think I mean, so that that's secondary uh you know I, I, I'll say it after today you know and after the way they've played, you know, jobs should be up for grabs now. Absolutely. You know? And, you know, you've got guys out there who, you know, are playing for contracts, playing for money, playing for a position, playing for their spot in the, in, in a, on an NFL roster when you're a rookie. You know, and, and, you know, these guys just haven't played that well. You know, it's they talk about Vernon Hargraves, you know. He, he you know, and, and that's the thing. It's like maybe these guys just aren't good enough on, you know, they're just not as good as the guys they're up against. You know what I mean? Right. And you know, but but you've got to you've got to fix that. You know, it's interesting that we saw Jimmy Dean uh, on the field after uh, Carlton Davis left the game. You know, um, we did not see Sean Murphy bunting. You know, so you know, but it'll be interesting. You know, sometimes teams need to use that bye week as like a new fresh it's a start. Chance. You know? It's a chance to think about go back and self scout and think about all the plays that you have made and haven't made. Um, you and know, I remember Rick? You know, what was it mid mid? Uh, early August when Bruce Arians was saying the secondary was fixed, fixed. right? And, yeah. and it's clearly still broken. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the defense, are, there's so much stuff. And I, to be honest, I think the past two weeks, you, you look, when we look back to that L.A. game, you know, I think that was just a shootout. You know, it was just in a wild, wild west shootout. It was just last team, you know, they were just going at each so other. So you ran out of But yeah. I, I think last week and this week, like, 
just looking at at the defense in general, I think very early on they looked kind of confused. They really didn't know where they were going, and I don't know if, like how they really adapted to adjustments. You know, Shaq Barrett's kind of disappeared. Uh, you know, yeah. you saw Via Van and and Dominican Sue get their first sacks of the year this year, which which you you need when you know that yeah. that, that you know, a guy like Barrett is going to get two, maybe three guys sometimes on him. Right, but, right. Um, you know, Devin White. You know, he got schooled a little bit today because. Uh, he, he missed an assignment, and it, it led to a touchdown. And Christian McCaffrey on a on a pass in the flat. Um, you know, you're going to get some of that with a young defense like this one is. But you know, this is you know, let's face it, Rick. This is uh, you know, this is week six. You know, yeah. this is we're getting on now. We're, like mm-hmm. you know, I think some of the coaches have said this, and you know, guys aren't rookies anymore. You know, uh, and. And Devin White might be the exception because, you know, this is really his second game. Right. Because he had missed a few with, with the knee injury. But, you know, for a lot of those other guys, you know, there, there's really no excuses. You know, you should know the system. You should know the game plan. You should know the, the you know, all the uh, – everything that goes into this. And it's – at this point, it should be about executing and making plays. If there's any hope, I guess, from the defensive line standpoint um, – and you're right. I mean, they've completely, you know, changed – teams have changed their approach on Shaquille Barrett. Sean Payton did it. You saw a convert yeah. copy of that, um, you know, today uh, as we do this podcast uh, against the Panthers, keeping tight ends in, chipping on them, sometimes three people. Yeah. But Jason Pierre-Paul, um, which at the beginning of the year you thought probably a good chance he doesn't play at all, right. um, is scheduled to come back and practice after the bye week and maybe, maybe get a chance to play against Tennessee. They certainly could use somebody like him to go with Carl Nassib, who got his second sack today, to go with Ndamukong Sue, who got his first sack today. Um, so, you know, maybe you can get a rotation that, that can be more more efficient. But I think it's been the back end. I think it's been, yeah. you know, straight across the corners. Hargraves has made a couple plays all year, but he's given up a ton of plays. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. And that's a guy that they, you know, have a fifth-year option that they've picked up for $9 million. Right. It's guaranteed only against injury, but if you're going to keep running him out there, he might get hurt and you might be $9 million off the hook. But... I wouldn't be surprised if there's some changes or at least some more playing time given to guys like Jamel Dean. I mean, they're still trying to win, um, and you don't want to put guys in situations, you know, where they're not ready. But it's a it's it's definitely an issue, and right. you know, the problem is this this wonderful tour as we Uber back to our hotel here in London um, is going to continue. Uh, they'll get their chance to catch their breath a little bit this week with the bye week, but then it's a short trip to Tennessee. And then all the way to Seattle, and we're still two weeks, three weeks from from this, you know, this being over to where they play another game at Raymond James, right. November tenth. Yeah, and you know, just going back to the secondary for one second here. Yeah. And, and you know, there was a play out there. We talked about Hargraves, and you know, DJ Moore with a blatant push off. Oh, get called. sure. You know, a tough break, right? But it you know, is. there's re- there's guys who get those calls, and there's guys who don't get those calls. And that's on base on reputation. That's so true. And, and Vernon Hargraves isn't going to get that call because he doesn't have that reputation. He you gives know? up too many so plays. All he's going to be is the guy who's holding his hands in the air at the end of the play, like we've seen several times. I think you know there is a he has had a raw deal on some plays. Like guys are pushing oh, him. Guys are pushing push him around him a lot. Yeah. But 
at some point you've got to you got to be know, physical enough to not or, be pushed or down. there's going to be another guy who's going to get that opportunity to do it that's you know right what I mean, I mean that's right. dean is a guy who is they love because he's long and physical. he's physical and stuff like that so you know you got to be careful of that when you're a player whether you're a veteran or something like that that you know you don't want to be the guy who you know is always with your hands up in the air you know, you got to make plays. And I know it's cliche, and I know we're doing a little bit of coach be here, but, like, yeah. and, 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 and and so, you know, you can't expect those things to happen when it's all based on, on reputation. And, and that's what's going to continue to be. We This is a division that has great receivers, you know, where, um, you know, G.J. Moore probably isn't even the top, you know, top five receiver in this league, you know, but he pushed him around. You know, we saw, we saw it with uh, – uh, Samuel, uh, yeah, with with Samuel, we saw last week with uh, in Saint, in in New Orleans, uh, Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you, you gotta you gotta build your reputation, <laughs> and these guys are not doing that. That's a big thing, you know, because when you when calls when it comes down to getting calls, uh, that that's a factor. Well, here's the thing, though, I and I and I know what Todd Bowles' system is supposed to be, but Todd Bowles may have started out okay. It's not going well. I mean, yeah. for, for the reputation that he came here with, and for that matter, for Bruce Arians, too. Look, Bruce Arians isn't calling the plays, and now they're struggling on offense again. And you just have to wonder, you know, and it's going to be speculated, you know, is Byron Leftwich ready for this? Like, are they getting the best play caller on the, on, the, on the sidelines? Now, we know how this game plans are put together, and then Arians is on the headset, and, you know, he thinks that, that Byron is, is doing the right job. I will say this. At least we finally found the tight ends. In this game, yeah. OJ Howard had a had a tight end screen, which seems like a simple play that he took thirty yards to set up a touchdown. Cameron Brait had a touchdown, so it's good to see those guys get involved. I still can't figure out though when they go to three wide receivers why they're throwing at guys like Bobo Wilson and Scotty Miller, who had his first catch in the NFL today. Yeah, I mean guys like that, like again, it goes to reputation. You know, I mean, yeah. like what do you know about a guy? You know, what do you know about Scotty Miller who made his first NFL catch today? If anything, they know is that maybe he's a little, he's fast because he's a little guy. But, you know, there was one play where they ran him in motion, faked a, kind of an end-around play, and they got a play to uh, to someone else. I think it was to, to, to Evans or to Howard. And, you know, that's how you use a guy who doesn't have that resume built. You know, right. you, you know they, 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 they do the scouting. They know what what a guy can do and what he hasn't shown that he can do yet. So, um, you know, there, there's stuff like that. But offensively, you know, it, it, it kind of, you know, the past two weeks have kind of been like that that whole thing we saw at the end of, or, you know, throughout last season where, you know, they fall behind big and they've got to throw the ball. And you look at the stat sheet at the end of the day, and when you look at passing yardage, 400. you know, Jameis is piling it up. But, you know, there's a reason why you're passing the ball 54 times or whatever oh. it was. It's because you're, you're down by so much and you're just pass, pass, pass. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, Arians has talked a lot about balancing the offense, and I know – you know, we haven't been fans of this, like, whole, you know, three yards with Peyton Barber on first down. Right. And, and what it does to, Still the, not. to the tempo of the offense. But, right. You know, we really didn't have an opportunity today to even really kind of try the right try any kind of building a tempo because yeah. they were behind so fast. That's the same thing happened in, in, in New Orleans. And you look at the scores and you're kind of like, it's so deceiving because, right. you know, you look at a score and, and, and it, 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 that game wasn't as close as, as it was. It, it, no wasn't close as, as the score indicates. And obviously the one last week in New Orleans wasn't either. Um, but that's just kind of the, the way the, the Bucks, the, the come from behind Bucks have been that, that we've seen over the years. But um, 
mean, the offense has to be better. It has to, uh, you know, kind of diversify is a good sign that we saw the tight ends, like you said. Um, you know, Chris Godwin probably didn't have uh, as, as big a game as, as he has typically. He actually um, did okay yardage-wise. I mean, you know. I mean, Evans had, you know, basically almost 100 yards. Yeah, 15 um, targets, though. Yeah, 15 targets. Just and almost that first pass, you know, we go into it, is that first pass of the game as long as everything was, you know, Establish Mike Evans early. Get him early. Mike Evans early. Yeah. They tried it. Guess what? Carolina and, knows that too. Right? Yeah. So uh, uh, that that ended up an interception. But like you said, you, we knew that that was going to kind of be their uh, their focus is, is getting Mike involved. And like you said, 15, 16 targets. And, uh, but you know, it doesn't really mean much when when you're falling behind like that. The other thing that um, you know I think is letting them down right now is special teams. Yeah. And obviously, you know, Bubba Wilson had two more muffs on Sunday and lost a fumble, which they were on their way back. I mean, they, they cut it to a two-score game. Um, they had just scored a touchdown. We're going to get the ball right back. He, he muffs the punt. Carolina goes in and scores. And, you know, Bubba Wilson's averaging under four yards of return as it is. 2.8 now, actually. How can you – yeah, under three. So how can you even think about continuing with a guy like right. Bubba Wilson as your punt return? Well, here's the thing, and we talk about this all the time, is like this team, as it's constructed right now, it can't survive certain, you know, mistakes. certain mistakes and certain just bad things that happen to them. Right. The field position game is really important to this it team. Sure is. It is so important to this team. So, like you said, when we and, and it's, it's it goes both ways. Like, you know, that that pinning them down at the one yard line, they need to take advantage of that, right? They can't allow a ninety nine yard drive. That's right. You know, and at the same time, it's like Bobo Wilson isn't catching punts. And he isn't returning punts yeah, right now. So that's so, pretty much so over. those are your two jobs, right? <laughs> that's right. You, you have, say you, you have, have one job, jobs. you have two you jobs. You have two jobs, right? Really just one. And, if and you'll and catch you know, it and fair catch right. it, you don't have to return And it was really interesting hearing Arians because he's not a guy who really puts his guys out there like that. But basically, I think when you asked him about, like, uh, why is you know, he still, do why got is he the still job? out there? And he basically said, well, there's no one who no one has, has knocked him out knocked him out of it. So. Um, Boy, how, know, how much worse do you got to be? Right, right. And that uh, two point, I think it's two point eight or two point nine is his punt return average. Rick, that average is forty. That's forty third among qualified punt return yeah, guys. Only because there's not forty four, right. probably. <laughs> and so, yeah. um, you know, that's bad. They've got to fix it. Special teams is, is something that's really let them down this year, to be honest. And and it's really hurt them with, with the, you know, with the field position. And again. If this team doesn't get like some of those good field position breaks, they're in trouble. They're just not going to win. They're just not good enough to overcome that. Oh, and in one, by the way, in one particular series or sequence, they had three false start penalties while they're trying to punt the ball, and Bradley Pinion ended up punting it. And then they did something, you know, probably should have kicked it out of bounds, but with one second left, Carolina catches the ball and has what's called a fair kick, which I hadn't seen in all the years I've been covering the NFL. I know it, it exists. It's basically where you can tee the ball up without a rush and from right. 60 yards. They try to make a what would amount to a, a three-point fair kick. I think that was just kind of Ron Rivera, just like trying to please the crowd with some kind of rug, similar rugby, rugby kind of call or something there like you that. Go. I, I, I like to see the ball kick. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if there's. I think there's a free kick in rugby. I'm not sure, but like, yeah. I think that's. I think that was just kind of pleasing the crowd. No, but like, yeah, something you never really see too much. He made it. Uh, he he had the leg. Had the distance. He just it was just a little bit wide right. So yeah. just the Bucks' luck if that win had gone through the uprights. It really is, and and so you know now uh, they're sitting at two and four. Um, we'll see what happens with the rest of the division, but 
they're headed close to the cellar again. They still have time to dig their way out, but they don't have much time. They're going to have to go on a winning streak here. This is three out of four losses. So, you know, Bruce Arians said going into this, a uh, team with good leadership won't allow you to lose two in a row. Yeah. And now they've lost three out of four and two in a row, uh, and they get the bye week to come back. We're going to find out what this coaching staff is made of. I mean, I saw Clyde Christensen go up to Winston after the game and spend some time with him in his locker. And, you know, Clyde sees his role as a guy that's supposed to be in his corner all the time, let everybody else hammer him, let let right. Bruce and let Leftwich get on him. But he's actually in his corner. But make no mistake, for, for Bucks fans that are wondering this, there's no turn to Ryan Griffin. There is no right. hesitation about who's going to continue to get the ball on Sunday. Right. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be Jameis Winston. And, you know, he's either going to play his way in or out of this because um, there was a time when I thought, well, he'll play well enough to where he'll get, you know, franchised or whatever. I'm not so sure you can afford many of these games. If you have not, a couple more like of these – um, then they will find a new quarterback. So, and, and the one thing, to, just a little bit inside here, is that you know we have, you know, this was a soccer stadium, so we had a, an, an interesting sightline. You know, out, it was an outdoor press box, really right low to the stadium, the yeah, hall, really low to the ground. But yeah. you know, this is a brand new stadium. We had basically these little TV sets that are at each at each desk. So, you know, every time that the James Winston threw a pick, you could kind of look at and you could see Bruce Arians and his, his body language and, and how he handled it. And he was for sure intently, you know, patting him on the helmet. You know, he gave him a little bit of, of yelling, but at the same time, you Hugged know, him he, up later. he was, he was really, uh, you know, you could, you could tell that there was, it, it, maybe it was a little forced even, yeah. you know, but, uh, you know, that, that, that he was trying to reassure Jameis that, uh, about, about all the mistakes that he was making. But, yeah. um, yeah, this, there's no doubt. Like, I mean, we, and we're going to get those questions. We're going to continue to get those Ryan Griffin questions. But um, yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think you're going to see anyone but but number three out there for now. But at the same time, you know, for the for the future, uh, you, like you said, you can't you can't put too many of these 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 kind of games on your resume. I wouldn't think so. Um, you know, talked about the safe secondary being fixed, and it's Arian's job to fix Jameis Winston. So. These guys work cut out for him. Before we go, quick thought on the Rays. They take it to game five in the AL, AL Divisional Series. They lose to the Astros. I don't think, Eduardo, you could have asked for much more from that team. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're, you're up against a machine. You know, we talked about this going in. It's like how, how good the Astros are, how good that pitching is just built for the, for the postseason. And, um, you know, the Rays... It, it's tough because I know that the whole kind of narrative leading up, like afterwards, is kind of like this is the beginning, and you know, this is we're just starting, you know, our what what we know we can do and stuff like that. And the postseason, you never really know. You think about how much the Rays had to do, how much they had to get just to get to this point. Um, so you never take the postseason for granted, right? Because you never know when you're going to get there. But at the same time, I, I do think that this is really a building block for for this organization, for oh, this yeah. team. They've got a good young core. Is, I, I think you know one thing that really stood out to me, and it's interesting because it'll be, it'll you know in a couple in a couple uh, in, in a couple maybe sooner than later you're gonna have to make a decision on something. But you know I really thought one cool thing about this postseason was really seeing Willie Adams yes. kind of come into his own. Came to his own. And um, you know there's a kid named Wander Franco who plays shortstop too who might be coming up sooner than later, mm -hmm. uh, wanting wanting to take that job. But you know I think that's some of the things you really kind of take out of it is you know the some of those cool moments that, that you really see kind of players develop under the bright lights and really kind of the pressure of those. Well, our ride is over. So is the podcast for Eduardo and Cena. I'm Rick Stroud. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 